Hi friends, I'm Dr. Cindy Leibert. And I'm Brooke Jack. We are your hosts of the Joy Prescription Podcast. In this show, we interview pioneering individuals who are integrating faith into their work and their spheres of influence in their respective fields of healthcare, coaching, psychology, and ministry. We dialogue at the intersection of lifestyle medicine, brain health, and Christianity. In each episode, our guests will share their hard-won wisdom and strategies for intentional living, spiritual growth, and health stewardship. Together, we explore God's joy prescription, how He redeems our life stories and brings us into wholeness, mind, body, and spirit. We are so glad you're here to be a part of this conversation. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Uh, Dr. Cindy Leibert here, and you're listening to the Joy Prescription Podcast. And I'm super excited to welcome our special guest today, Leah Adams. Leah and I uh, go way back to the we early did. 2000s. Yes. <laughs> Time time flies, but we actually lived in the same small town in Georgia when my girls were young, and Leah has actually been a very prominent part of my faith journey early on, and she was present in church when I first came to a saving faith in Jesus. Wonderful. Opened her home uh, for a small group Bible study where we got to dig into the book of Daniel together. That was one of my first really in-depth Bible studies. So that was a great memory. (laughs) (laughs) Baptism by fire. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) it was a a challenging one, but really rich. Um, And you coordinated a women's mentorship group that I was a part of uh, many years ago. So, so many things I'm grateful for, Leah. And when Brooke and I first started this podcast, I actually had you in mind to invite you to speak on the topic of financial stewardship, particularly for women, and how when we get our financial health in order, it can have positive benefits for our physical health, and not to mention our emotional, relational health, and and it can increase the impact we have uh, in our work and our communities and our ministries. So welcome, Leah. I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you, Cindy and Brooke. I'm just honored that you would invite me to be here. (laughs) Yes. Well, let me formally introduce you to our listeners. Leah is a Ramsey Solutions trained financial coach and the founder of Breathe Financial Coaching. She is passionate about helping women find peace and breathing room in their lives and in their finances. She teaches biblical financial principles and offers wisdom, encouragement, and accountability to her clients on their financial journeys. And I must say, Leah, you you are very well suited to do this. Uh, She's also a certified life coach and the author of four Bible studies and one devotion book. She holds a pharmacy doctorate degree from Mercer College of Pharmacy and Health Sciences and is a retired pharmacist. She is privileged to be a part of the Compassion International speaker team, and she lives in North Georgia with her husband, Greg, and is a lolly to her three <laughs> grandchildren. 
as she loves to read, bake, travel, and savor her morning coffee with Jesus. <laughs> so welcome, Leah. <laughs> it, it is really a treat to have you here. Thank Can you. you share with our listeners what your coaching business is and what it entails and, and who you primarily serve? Sure, I'd be glad to. So my coaching business is focused on finances and helping people, primarily women. I will coach couples, but my heart is women, because as you know, Cindy, I've been in women's ministry for many, mm -hmm. many years. <laughs> and so I desire to help women find that freedom in their finances, find that breathing room, because as you know, God created women with this need for security. And there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. That's just the yeah. way we were created. And so when we don't feel secure in our finances, we don't feel secure in many areas of our lives because money touches every area of our life. Sure does. Well, excellent. So, so excited to dive in. As you know, our the Joy Prescription, we are a wellness community and a support network for Christian women leaders in the fields of ministry and medicine. So we have invited you here specifically to address the importance of financial health for women. And we're interested that the impact that has on everything in our life from relational health, physical health, the opportunities that we have uh, to be able to do good for others. So Leah, I'd love just to get your perspective. I know you've been working with a lot of women around financial health. How have you seen that that actually in impacts our physical health as well? In so many ways. Um, when we are not financially free, when we're encumbered by debt and um, just do not feel free. There's a lot of stress and anxiety that goes with that. And as you know, being a doctor, you know that stress and anxiety impact the body very negatively. Um, physical symptoms, emotional symptoms. And so my heart is to help people, women primarily, get their finances in order so that they can have better physical health. They're not constantly worried about money. Um, they're not stressed out over, will the next paycheck come in time? Am I going to have more month left at the end of the money? Mm -hmm. um, just so many ways that financial, a lack of financial help impacts us physically. When, when we are working ourselves to the bone mm -hmm. to try to pay all of our bills. We don't take care of our health. We don't eat right. We don't exercise. We don't sleep well. There's just a myriad of ways that financial instability impacts our physical health. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my husband and I early on in our marriage had uh, financial struggles, just getting kind of established and in the Asheville area, you know, different cost of living than what we were used to in mm -hmm. Georgia. And there was just a lot of learning curve for us being newlyweds and, you know, combining um, the different ways that our families managed money and thought about money and, you know, us coming to our own unified view of things. And, and I can relate to that, that weight and the restlessness of wondering what's about to happen here 
in fact, part of my testimony around finances is uh, the fear, the fear of not enough being there. And I wouldn't even log into our bank account. There was a season where I would not even log in online to look because I was afraid, truly afraid of what I was going to see or what I was not going to see. And um, so I would just ask Lucas is, you know, do we have money to eat out tonight? And, you know, he would say, sure, or, you know, whatever. And, and there was no, we weren't having accountability really. And then, you know, when we hit the bottom, we realized this, we can't do this anymore. And I had to overcome my fear and um, we got a better plan and realized that I was actually the better one to keep track of the finances and do the budgeting. And uh, so we, you know, realized strengths and weaknesses and, you know, got a different plan, but it was very stressful and the fear that kind of keeps you frozen from, you know, with inaction was what I experienced and the tension and the not being able to sleep at night and just constantly wondering, um, it did take a toll on, on my physical health. And so, um, it's a very valid thing. Uh, we think money, oh, it's just money, but it has a whole lot bigger impact than, than we think. Mm. It absolutely does. And, you know, one of the things, in addition to working with women, um, another um, area of my coaching practice that I love is working with engaged couples Mm. um, so that they go into marriage having had those important conversations and discussions Um, because no two people are going to come together in a marriage having the exact same background and experiences. And I love working with engaged couples to bring them to that point where, where they're rowing the boat in the same direction. I love that too, Leah. Awesome. (laughs) Such a, such valuable coaching and guidance for, for couples. Uh, Lucas and I share that heart now for premarital counseling in our church because uh, we benefited so much from it, but we didn't, we didn't dive as deeply into the financial piece. Uh, We did more the other pieces. And so now when we have the opportunity to, to do premarital counseling with couples, that's an area that we give emphasis to because we've walked the road and, you know, experience the effects of not giving proper attention and conversation to that topic. Right, right. What first got you started working on your business? Because we heard with your introduction, you have, uh, you worked as a pharmacist. That was your uh, primary career. And now you're in an encore career. So uh, what got you started in financial coaching and what motivates you uh, to do what you do each day? Well, I, um, I retired as a pharmacist three weeks prior to the pandemic hitting. Um, oh, wow. Good timing. Total, <laughs> total, total God timing. That total is God, God timing. timing. <laughs> I mean, I began praying months before about when I should retire. And he gave me an exact date. Awesome. Oh, wow. February 20th. Um, and my employer asked me if I would work through the first of the, the end of the first quarter. And God was just very specific, February 20th. So mm-hmm. even before I knew that I was going to retire, several months before, I knew that I was not the type to go home and sit down and, mm-hmm. you know, play on Facebook all day or or whatever. Right. Um, 
I knew I needed something to do and I wanted something to do. I, I, um, I do best emotionally and mentally and physically when I have a plan and something to do. And so I began praying about what that would be, what that encore career would be. And, and so I first got, as Cindy mentioned, a life coaching certification, but I realized very quickly that, um, that I needed something else that God wanted me to have some other certification. And so I was driving down the road one day listening to, I guess I was listening to the Ramsey show and I heard Dave talking about financial coaching and I've always joked and said, you know, I'm not great with numbers. I'm a pharmacist. All I have to do is count to five, five, 10, 15, 20 to count out those tablets. And so that was always the joke. I'm not good with numbers, but what I came to understand is that really all you have to know is second grade math to have financial wellness. It's not rocket science, thankfully, because I'm not a rocket scientist. <laughs> um, so I, I began to pray about it and talk to my husband about it and really uh, explored what was entailed in becoming a certified financial coach. And the Lord just kept opening these doors and saying, yes, yes, yes. And so I went through the, the training with the Ramsey organization and um, have come out of that. It's been over three years since I finished my training. And I love what I do because I see the impact of being a guide for people. I never tell people what to do with their money. It's their money. Mm -hmm. They can do with it what they want. But I am a guide. I help them make the best decision for mm -hmm. their money. And so that's that's how I got into financial coaching. And the reason I do what I do is because I want people to be able to breathe, just like the oh, name of my coaching okay. practice says. <laughs> I want them to be able to breathe. And when you have debt and stress, you can't breathe. I've had yes. so many people say to me, I just can't breathe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. I love the name of your, your business because it Thank does you. immediately inspire. Yes. That's the end result I'm looking for. I want to breathe again <laughs> when it comes right. to my finances. So right. that's, that's beautiful inspiration. And I love how God guided you into that. Now you have a powerful story, you and your husband about your own journey through debt and debt reduction cancellation. Would you be willing to share with us a little glimpse into that journey? I would be happy to. Thank you for asking. Um, I, my husband and I lived in Atlanta for many years. Um, we, I worked in the medical field um, in Atlanta. And my husband is a dentist. He's a retired dentist now, but he was a dentist. And so he had a practice in Atlanta that had outgrown our space um, within just a couple of years of him opening the practice. He's just that good of a dentist. <laughs> I can attest to that. <laughs> and so um, God in amazing ways made it very clear that we were going to move back to our hometown here in North Georgia. And so we, our home and his dental practice sold within two weeks of each other. And we wow. already had property here in the North Georgia mountains that my grandparents had given me years and years and years prior. Mm -hmm. 
And so we began building our home here. My dad was a builder and he began building our home. And of course, we took out a, a mortgage to do that, just like most people do. At the same time, we needed to equip Greg's new dental practice because he was going to open a practice here in the mountains. And so we took out a loan for that. Now, I don't know if you know how expensive it is to equip a dental practice, but in that day, in, in the late 90s, 1999, the chair you sit in when you go to the dentist was like $10,000 a chair. Mm -hmm. And so it's just crazy expensive to equip a dental practice. So here we have a home loan and a practice loan. So we are just kind of, you know, going through life, doing life. And there was 10 acres of property that joined my 10 that my sister owned. And so in about 2005 or 2006, she decided that she wanted to sell her property. Her She and her husband lived in a different part of our county, and they were not going to move back to this area. And so Greg and I had this really brilliant knot idea that we should buy her 10 acres. So that was the height of the real estate market at that point. And so we paid a lot of money for those 10 acres. So now we have a home loan, a practice loan and a land loan. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so, you know, that's kind of the American way, do debt. Mm -hmm. We're normal, mm -hmm. we do debt. And so on that property was a um, a, a partially finished home. So at the not long after we bought the property, again, another brilliant idea, we thought we would finish out that house and sell it as a spec home. So home loan, land loan, practice loan, construction loan. Wow. Then yeah. 2008 happened. And you know what happened in 2008? The market tanked. Yes, it did. And we were holding $10,000 a month in mortgages and loans. Wow. wow. And I was stressed. Mm -hmm. I pay the bills. I do all the, the bill paying and money things here at the house. And Greg likes to say that God gave us enough ointment to cover the wound. We mm -hmm. never missed a payment. Um, I like to say that we out earned our stupidity. Which is <laughs> we out earned our stupidity. And so we, you know, we were blessed never to miss a payment. And it took us until 2009 to get that house built and the house and three acres sold. And I distinctly in those years, I distinctly remember standing on the front porch of that spec house saying, never again, mm -hmm. never again, will we be in this kind of debt? Mm -hmm. And I'd never heard of Dave Ramsey. I didn't know that there was a plan, but I knew that we had to do everything we could to get that, get rid of that debt, or mm -hmm. I was not going to be able to breathe. Mm -hmm. And so we sold the spec house and three acres of land. And, you know, when you sell something, you go to closing and you come home with money. <laughs> no, not us. We had to take a check for $150,000 to closing to get rid of mm -hmm. that house and the land. Mm -hmm. And so slowly over the next probably eight to nine years, we made extra payments on any of those loans that we could. Mm -hmm. And so we paid off the construction loan. We paid off the land loan. We paid off Greg's practice loan. 
And then in about 2016 or 17, the last thing we owed on was our home and we paid off our home. And since then, we have been 100% debt-free. We don't owe anyone anything. Congratulations. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. That's an amazing story, Leah. I can definitely see how you named your business Breathe. That is such a... You know, it is so, so true. I'd love to hear more about your process of how you help people. And, and of course, your favorite tips and tools as well. So if you want to share with us. Sure. Yeah, because I was trained through the Ramsey organization, I believe in the Ramsey principles. Um, They work. I know they work. I've seen it in the lives of my clients and in so many other other people's lives who aren't my clients. And so I, I coach using the, the baby steps, the Dave Ramsey baby steps. Um, I, I teach my clients if they don't know how to create a budget, the budget really is the foundation of financial success. It's not all, but it is the foundation for financial success because if you don't know where your money is going And if you don't do a budget, you don't know where your money is going, then you don't know how to fashion your life. And so I like to tell my clients that the budget serves two purposes. It's a guardrail. Cindy, you've been in these mountains. You've lived in these mountains. You know, if you cross (laughs) the mountain, you've got guardrails on the side of the road to keep you ending Mm -hmm. from ending up at the bottom of the mountain. And so the budget is a guardrail. It tells you what you have to spend but it's also permission to spend. If Mm -hmm. you have allotted $50 to eating out this month and you've got it, do it, eat out. You've got permission to spend. And so budgeting is crucial. We spend a lot of time reviewing the budget. Um, I work with my clients, not just on finances. We work on goal setting. We work on values because we need to spend our money in a way that lines up with our core values. Mm -hmm. Um, We work on in-depth money history. Um, The way that we use and spend our money is very, very often rooted in the way our families of origin used and spent their money. And we don't realize that a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. So we'd spend some time looking at that. We spend time looking at mindsets around money. Um, The way we think about money um, is very, very important. Um, We look at things like subscriptions. Um, Americans are dying by subscription Mm. these days because we sign up for all these things, don't remember that we have them. And so we're paying out all this money. Um, In addition, we look at credit reports. We, I do an insurance assessment with all my clients because there are certain insurances that we all need mm-hmm. for our financial health. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are certain insurances that are a waste of money. Uh, and so we look at that. We also look at legacy planning. Um, oh, because yeah, because <laughs> we want to pass a, a good financial legacy 
on to those who circle around our lives and not just our children. There are people watching our lives. And so we want to plan for what our our legacy will look like. So I try to take a very holistic approach to finances. It's not just talking about numbers. Hmm. I love that there's so many parallels between how you help people with their finances and how how I help people with their health. It is great, the holistic approach and really getting into mindset around it. And and I'm sure I've personally worked with a a Ramsey coach for years as well. And I know that you you wear many hats as a coach, you probably marriage counselor (laughs) or therapist within that because money is just so tied to our emotional health and our relationships. So um, it's really great work that you do. And Leah, I know that your faith is central to your life and it's very important to you. I'd love for you to just share a little bit about how your Christian faith influences your work. You know, Cindy, I, um, I am not um, overtly talking about my faith mm-hmm. during coaching sessions, but I let every client know that I'm praying for them. Um, if there's an opportunity during a coaching session, if they're really struggling, then I will stop right there and I will pray for them. Um, I, I just feel like God knows better than I do what that client needs. And so I pray before my coaching sessions for the Lord to lead me. Um, and I've had some marvelous opportunities to share my faith with my clients. And, and for me, that really completes the picture of what I'm doing because God owns it all. Mm -hmm. It's all his, he's just loaning it to us to steward. And so, um, it's just important that, that my coaching is based on um, Christian foundation. Mm -hmm. Love it. So uh, again, many, many parallels between our work. Yeah. Yes. Well, Leah, I would love for you to um, pray over our listeners about flourishing financially and just honoring God with what he has entrusted and put in their hands to steward. And if you have a, a specific scripture as well, a foundational scripture that you would encourage each woman listening uh, to just grab hold of and begin to uh, pray out over their own financial help, um, just give you freedom to pray out however the Holy Spirit leads. Okay, thank you. I would love to do that. Father, I thank you so much for this opportunity that I've had to talk with Brooke and Cindy today about the area of finances. Lord, you do own it all. You own the cattle on a thousand hills, and you have allowed us to share that you have um, given us the opportunity to steward what you give us. And so, Father, I just ask you to give us a heart for stewarding your resources well. Lord Jesus, I pray that we would see the the wisdom um, that you laid out so clearly in the book of Proverbs about money. There are so many verses in the book of Proverbs about money, um, not the least of which is one about debt um, that says the borrower is slave to the lender. Mm -hmm. And it's really true. 
because we become enslaved to those we owe. And so, Father, help us. Help us to understand that we need to be free so that we can steward your money well and be generous mm-hmm. to your work and to other people in the world so that we can show forth the love, the generosity, and the care of Christ in this world. Father, I pray for each person listening today, whatever their need is from a financial standpoint, Lord Jesus, I pray that you would provide that. Mm -hmm. Father, I ask, I, I just pray the prayer that will always be answered, and that is your will be done. In every single life, Father, that is listening to this podcast, Lord Jesus, we thank you, we worship you, and we adore you. And it's in your name we ask. Amen. 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 Leah, may I ask? Yeah. May I ask you in your experience with coaching women? um, How have you encouraged women who have maybe been under? guilt or shame or condemnation shed that and experience freedom to and permission even to move forward with a fresh start oh that's such a great question Brooke because there is so much shame around money and finances I see it in almost every client I work with so much shame um and I just tell them you know what We have all made mistakes with money, every single one of us. No one is immune to that. And the best time to make a fresh start is today. God does not shame us over our money. That's Satan's game. Mm -hmm. If, If someone is feeling shame, it's because Satan is trying to make them feel that. That's not God. And so God offers us fresh starts grace every moment, new, fresh grace every moment. And, and I like to think that's where someone like me as a coach comes in and so that I can help them see a new way, a better way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. Leah, we'll go ahead and wrap up, but I, I want you to share with our listeners how they can reach you, how they can learn more about your coaching practice and just connect with you. Thank you, Cindy. Thanks so much for having me here. You're I, am, welcome. I am just humbled and honored. Thank you. Um, they can connect with me through my website. It's Leah, L-E-A-H, Adams, A-D-A-M-S, leahadams.org. Uh, I'm also on LinkedIn and on Facebook, I'm Leah Caldwell Adams. So I'd love to connect with any of your listeners. Excellent. Well, thank you so much and have a beautiful rest of the day. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care. You've been listening to the Joy Prescription Podcast, where we explore the intersection of lifestyle medicine, brain health, and Christianity. We invite you to take your learning deeper with us at thejoyprescription.com. Be sure to sign up for our email newsletter and receive free weekly joy prescription devotionals. Bye for now.